0: And what is this one again? Uh, the dead zone. we are roll. Oh, okay. How long have we been rolling for? <laughs> <laughs> of the Pitt conversation. <laughs> Don't oh do god. it to us. Oh god, it's happening. You know that's a bumper now. <laughs> oh man. Oh goodness. Man. My private thoughts. My private thoughts.
1: <laughs> Adam just keeps them all. No. He just listens to them no. all of our little <laughs> private thoughts. Horror movie survival guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gorehounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college
0: in which we meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror movie section of our local video store, in our quest to learn how to survive and to ensure we end up as As the the final final girl. Girl. Join Julia and Marion as we revisit
1: the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook,
0: breaking each movie down one by one, geeking out over all the ghastly minutiae, and ultimately illuminating the path to to survival. survival.
1: All right, you want to do this? Yes, let's okay. do it. We're, we're Horror Movie Survival Guide. Uh, hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> I'm Marion. I'm Julia. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. This is episode 80, entitled The Ice is Gonna Break. Because we're doing
0: 1983's The Dead Zone. Yeah. Um, more Stephen King, More please. Stephen King. But, Julia. Yes. do You know who directed this movie. I do. How how did you deal with it? Okay, okay. So you must explain this to people, because they don't know this about I you. I understand.
1: Let me do the tagline and the money, and then we'll get to All my, right. my feelings. Okay. Uh, so, the tagline... <laughs> (laughs) In his mind, he has the power to see the future. In his hands, he has the power to change it.
0: That's good. Yeah, it's good. That's really well
1: done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this movie was made for ten million dollars. It made twenty million dollars. Oh, okay. So just safe, modest, doubled it. Okay. Nice. You're welcome. Okay. So um, I'm going to lose a little of my horror cred by telling you all that I don't like David Cronenberg very much as a director. Um, I know true. that people. I've gotten a lot of arguments about it, and mm-hmm. people try to tell me about how great he is, and mm-hmm. I just find his movies uncomfortable and uh, gross, and mm-hmm. I don't really like them very much. Um, I also don't really like. Christopher Walken, mm-hmm. I find him to be terrifying, and Julia! Uh, I know he. I know. I wait, didn't know. But wait, wait for wait. it. The full episode. Hang on. Wait for mm-hmm. it. So I had always dreaded kind of seeing this movie because I was like, ah, an actor I don't really like, a director I don't really like. I really like this movie. Being good on you. And I really like Christopher Walken in this movie. Yeah. So it kind of turned me around on both of them because there's uh, there's a little bit of gore, but no like yeah. crazy Cronenberg body horror yeah. sticking hands into crazy. <laughs> technical orifices that are also maybe a jack I don't know like Just crazy. What movie was that? Oh, I saw like that with Videodrome you, and Something. Existence yeah. and all that craziness. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but I uh, so I'm sorry that I I felt that way about these people, but I have to say this movie turned me around. Okay, and good. I Especially Christopher Walken at the very beginning of this film, which is when just... he's like a dorky school teacher and he's adorable. Yeah. And I never That's thought That's who he really
0: see. is, though. That's why he's wonderful because he plays these hard dudes usually. Uh huh. But he's really like a huge dork. Yeah. That's really
1: funny. Um, uh, can I tell you? who Stephen King originally had in mind to play Johnny in this movie his choice, Bill Murray holy Moses,
0: that's so interesting 1983 Bill
1: Murray (sighs) so I think that would have been
0: a very interesting choice I do too, I'm super interested in that too, really bad, too bad too okay. bad i mean no she, yeah. universe we can think totally. about it in our minds um uh, this movie was also produced by deborah hill yes. um and uh, also st- stars tom scarrett and martin sheen which from the last <laughs> podcast i've mentioned towards the end is in everything and yep. is especially in a ton of horror movies mm-hmm. and i just every time it pops up i'm like really really but always as like sleazy, sleazy politician Yeah, or some sort of government dude, or occasionally the protagonist. Okay, and believers—he's like a psychologist, psychiatrist. Yeah, but some sort of authoritative figure um, who's either involved or is fighting the big bad. Yeah. Uh, So uh, Stephen King wrote this book.
1: Partially based on a gentleman, a real life gentleman named Peter Herkos, okay. who was a uh, guy who had fallen off a ladder, hit his head, went in a coma, mm-hmm. woke up, said he had psychic powers. Oh. Okay. So, uh, and hmm. he did the same thing as Johnny does in the movie where he helps police with murder cases and stuff hmm. and said that he could see the future. Oh, okay. So, yeah maybe he was okay. telling the
0: truth but this led to the dead zone yeah the dead zone was also um a tv series for a while too with, with anthony, anthony michael, michael hall. hall so interesting have you yeah. ever seen that uh-uh. okay i just think that's really interesting um so the beginning of this movie uh yes is uh christopher walken and it takes place five years ago right. and it's sort of like can the I,
1: can i just mention they have the boring title cool title fake out Cause it says like the like when they show first show like black screen white title Dead Zone uh-huh. real boring and I was like really that's it and then it's like the whole title sequence oh, is yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Dead Zone logo in coming together mm-hmm.
0: and I was like all right you get both no it is solid yeah they were like why can't it? we just put both things in we don't need to make choices Christopher
1: Walken talking about um, relevant classroom discussion relevant relevant classroom discussion the Raven mm-hmm. and Legend of Sleepy Hollow mm-hmm. where he would go on to play. The headless horseman, yeah. years in the future, which you're
0: like, natch. There you go. <laughs> um, but in the beginning of this, he is so square, and I don't think I have ever seen Christopher Walken so smiley. Be in anything where he's such a dork. Yeah. He's like, he's got this like horrible haircut and like these big '80s glasses and this vest, sweater and vest. Of his course. name, sweater vest, and his name is John Smith. Um, and he's engaged to his a colleague named Sarah, who's also a teacher at the school, and they're just like big teacher dorks. And he's like, hey, I got a surprise for you, and she's like, oh, but what and it's like taking her to a roller coaster but it's like one of those kind of it looks like one of those like lame pop-up yep. fair roller it's coasters that's like, it's like you like he know drove by
1: in the morning and was like i'm gonna take her there later totally and so, it's like oh so here's dork. the question i have for you so they, mm-hmm. they're on the roller coaster they uh-huh. look like they're having a good time mm-hmm. and then there's this crazy just moment yes. where his face turns yes. and he's like somebody else yeah and then he looks like he's starting to not feel well and he has a headache and all of this the question i have for you yes. is this it can he already see the future in a way is this him freaking out to make right. him go home to get in the car accident to make him go in the coma?
0: I don't know. And okay. I and the funny thing is, is I remember seeing that and I've never seen this movie, or read this book, of course, yeah. you know, kind of went into it cold. So I thought it would have something to do with the powers he later did. And it seems like it doesn't. But then when the movie ended, I was like, but the roller coaster bit. Yeah. So I'm still not quite sure what that's about. Like if this would have happened anyway or it is just like he was just not feeling well and just having a headache. But and again, I can't tell if it's just because it's Christopher Walken's crazy face yeah. that like Christopher Walken naturally having a headache. It looks like a regular person having psychic abilities like I don't because his face is just so crazy. But like his, I, his face turning in that moment yeah. on the roller coaster, I
1: rewound it like three times. I was like, how? what? There's he some just, crazy roller coaster He looks like he, like he just has like a different person
0: inside yeah. of that. Yeah
1: person <laughs> i don't know i don't oh, sorry, know that was not very no articulate.
0: no but no but it, it seems like a lot more than like oh bit of a headache right now yeah, it's just but like i can't tell if that's happening. just like the walking effect or right.
1: if that's just i guess i felt like it was some sort of inkling or precog of like what was going to happen that I, seems likely uh but yeah, then that doesn't really make it. sense because then why would he, he's supposed to like get all of his powers from the coma so how would But you know? is that
0: true, or is it that like they were kind of dormant, and the the accident like snapped it in? Mm. Like maybe it was something that was just always going kind to of, kind of there, but then like you have this one kind of trauma, traumatic event, and bambo.
1: Maybe so he uh, they go home. Uh, he invite she invites him inside, yes. but he says no because he's not feeling well, and some things are worth waiting for because he wants to wait till they're married. Because he is, wants to marry he's her. So square and adorable, pretty um, darn cute. Pretty cute. And they have this great kiss in the rain.
0: Solid, solid move, guys. And, and she says, drive a girl in the rain. She says drive carefully and uh-huh. he says I will. <laughs> but he sure doesn't. But he sure doesn't. Um, and But to be fair it's raining like cats and dogs and it's super crazy. And the accident isn't really his fault. Right. Yeah. Like this, this truck kind of goes sideways. The truck driver
1: is falling asleep. Yeah. And the truck is a milk truck.
0: Yeah. Crumples
1: over and starts uh, in the middle of the road yeah and, he and just, basically
0: he just can't start, turn in time and so he hits the yeah. end of it which is a pretty bad accident in the his truck little driver, Volkswagen bug yeah which you're like no 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 not in that car um and yeah he basically uh the truck driver helps him out and they go to the hospital and Sarah rushes to the hospital and um it looks, he looks bad it looks bad he looks pretty screwed up and so all of a sudden John awakens to uh Dr. Wiesek mm-hmm. um and he kind of looks around and he doesn't have any, like he looks super screwed up when Sarah sees him. So then the next time when we see him, he has no bandages and he looks fine. And he's not like in an emergency room. He looks like he's like in a long ter- term care facility. um, And he doesn't have any bandages. And he notices that. And his parents are here. And they're all kind of like hedging, like who should quote unquote tell him, yeah. which is never what you want to wake up to. So you're like, what are my legs gone? Like what's going on? Like I don't understand. Um, And they basically tell him he's been in a coma for five years. Yeah. And that's why he is fine, because everything has long since healed, and that Sarah has married somebody else. Because he immediately asks, like yeah, where is she? is she? And he's like ah.
1: for him it was just like he just woke up. It just happened. Yeah. And so he's like wakes up, find out he's been out for five years and Sarah's gone. And he just breaks down crying immediately. Yeah, You're like, oh
0: yeah. Which is like it's like a sad like roll over and cry yeah. where it's like so sad you cover your hands and your face. You don't and want anyone to see you cry. I'm like Christopher Walken. <laughs> um, I feel for you. Um, so I feel a, for you. I feel for you. And so a nurse comes in um, to tend to him and he grabs her hands and turns. And when he does, he can suddenly see a little girl screaming in a house that's on fire. And this, I mean, to Cronenberg's credit, this movie does some really interesting intercutting where... There are times when it's like he turns and he can see these events like they're in another room. And then there are other times where suddenly he will be in that space while those events are happening, even though those events are happening in a different location. Mm -hmm. So in this particular sequence, uh, the room is on fire. Really on fire. Super on fire. And so it's first he turns and he's seeing it as if it's somewhere else. And then it cuts to this shot where his bed... Which is also on fire with him in it, is in the same room with the little girl. And that shot is crazy because he's just screaming, like, in a bed on fire. Yes. And it's Christopher and Walken really in a bed on fire. Super sweaty, really on fire. Like, his legs and his, like, the sheets that he are on him are on fire. Like, it's a, it's a crazy Good shot. Good for you, Christopher Walken. Yeah. And he tells the nurse basically, like, that's your daughter and you have to go save her. The house is burning right now. Right but it's now. Not too late. And again, because it's Christopher Walken saying it, yeah. she's like, immediately going to go check on her daughter like yeah. there's no part of it that's like all right sir all right sir lie down like she's so like I feel like you know Christopher Walken is like selling you know ice cream to Eskimos kind of sure. you know like well, who
1: does crazy better than Christopher You're Walken? like okay
0: um and so she does and uh yeah and like the house was actually on fire and they were able to like go and save the daughter in time and so that's kind of the beginning of you're like wait what and then Similar thing where he goes over, um, he's going over therapy plans with Weizak, and he grabs his hand and suddenly he sees him as a child being evacuated and separa- separated from his mother during World War II and he tells him that his mother is alive. But the doctor's like, uh, who's like a middle-aged man now, is like, that, nope, that's not possible. But he insists and says he knows where she is and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then later Weizak makes a phone call and confirms it. Like his mother, who he thought had been dead for like... 40 years right. is totally still alive and like John knew that just by touching his hand yeah and he couldn't but he couldn't talk to her
1: he like heard her voice but yes. he like couldn't bring himself to do he's like some things this is how it was supposed to be I don't want to screw it up now yeah um, which but, is
0: an interesting, which is interesting yeah uh,
1: but John, so John suddenly has these powers and they call it psych, psychometry which mm-hmm. is where you touch someone or something and you get visions from it but it's interesting that when he touches people he not only gets he gets past, and he gets future he gets past present and future he gets yes. all of it mm-hmm. so he can see why sex past mm-hmm. but then he can also tell the future like your mother's here and i know her name and i know where she lives like yeah. he knows all of that and then Which later he's like going to have some like future precognitions as well so it's like this crazy power yeah. that seems to be kind of limitless like they don't he but he doesn't know what he's going to see mm-hmm. and he says that when he does it it feels like he's dying inside that it's like hurting him to happen and yeah. so like when you see him do it he kind of jerks very involuntarily mm-hmm. as he's getting these visions um, and apparently it was mm-hmm. Christopher Walken's idea to do this to have David Cronenberg, he had a, a gun off camera with blanks, and he would shoot the gun,
0: so he would jerk involuntarily. I like mean, that. movie making in the eighties, unbelievable, <laughs> like unbelievable. <laughs> who's letting people have a gun? I mean, I know it's blanks and everything, but who's like, what director is like being allowed to have like a gun with blanks on it off camera, like pew, pew, to like? It's Cronenberg. I know, but it's amazing. Um, so Sarah does come to visit him, and she has a little boy, Denny, who's ten months old, and she is married. And um, basically you can tell and they say it, but basically it's like their feelings are the same. Like once they see each other, like her hair is shorter, but like he's like you know for me it was yesterday and for you it's you know it's five years ago but you can tell when she sees him that it's the same for it's her same. as well um, and that if this hadn't happened like they would have been married and yeah. this could have been their kid and, and it's and... such a sad scene like the, yeah. just this
1: realization of where they were and where they are and like the circumstances and of yeah. course you can tell that he's upset with her because she gave up on him yeah but it's also been five years so you can't really be mad and it's just this kind of sad yeah. thing so it is sad um, and then John... she also
0: mentions that the town has been there have been rumors that he has second sight and so she she also asks him if that's true because other people in the town have already been talking
1: about it and so that the the, so much so that he decides to hold a press conference and like Mm -hmm. answer questions about what happened with uh the little girl in the house that burned down Mm -hmm. and you have this dick reporter who's just like hey man hey man why don't you show it on me why don't you give us a demonstration why don't you give it and he's like all right Mm -hmm. and so comes up and he touches him and Immediately, just like it's not your fault, your sister killed herself, and he's like, "No, no, no, no!" And like, <laughs> which is so great. He's like, "No, yeah. stop, stop, stop!" And you're like, "Okay, this is what happens when you're a dick. Like, you're just gonna get it immediately." Yeah,
0: but they have this interesting kind of, you know, like, well, what are we gonna kind of do about you and I? And he, because he he was he had mentioned that the very last time he was in class before his accident, he was talking about them reading Sleepy Hollow, and he quotes this line from Sleepy Hollow, which is, uh, uh, "We're talking about Ichabod Crane, which was as he was a bachelor and in nobody's debt." Nobody troubled their head about him anymore, and so basically, it's like forget about me. Like, yeah, it's fine. And she says, "Is that what you're afraid of?" And he says, "No, that's what I want." Yeah, and then of course she immediately like drives away from like the facility and just like cries in her car, <laughs> you know. And you're like, "Oh, um, um, this movie does a good job of kind of the the relationship between these two about." Obviously, like the power, the movie's very much going to be about his powers and his ability. Um, But I think the were like the could have been of their relationship Mm -hmm. is very genuine. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps a lot for the film. Uh, And we see uh, his mom and dad
1: watching the reporter uh, badger him on TV and his Mm -hmm. mom gets so worked up. She has a seizure and she dies. Yeah. And uh, So then this scene to me is the saddest scene where uh, the dad and the johnny are in the house together and like the dad can't put the tinsel on the tree right he's yeah. like i don't have a knack for tinsel your mama used to do it and it's like the first sad like my wife's just died christmas by yourself yeah you've
0: been married for like 50 years yeah. and like you don't know how to do things yeah. i can't like fully adult by myself because i've never had to yeah and his That's, dad is so sad it's and really like, sad um and so
1: then the sheriff comes over and we have sheriff bannerman from castle rock yes played by tom scarrett police station who want uh johnny's help with the castle rock killer which is like the best killer name like i've ever
0: the castle rock killer it's pretty good
1: it's really good who has been the whole time that johnny's been out has been uh murdering people around castle rock yeah and uh Johnny's like, uh, I don't think so. It
0: doesn't sound like the most fun I could have on a Saturday night. So probably not.
1: And the sheriff says like, but you know, you were blessed with this power. You Mm -hmm. need to use this power. Yeah.
0: And he was like, wait, what? Yeah. And he kind of freaks out where he's like, it's not because he kind of mentions that that the gift is more of a blessing. And he's like, no, it's not a blessing. Uh, And he sarcastically says like, yeah, yeah, God's been a real sport to me. Like, I don't think so. I have no girl, no job. My legs barely work because he has to use a cane now after his accident. Um. And he yells as, yeah, he like, and his dad's kind of like, but maybe help find a killer. And then he's like, no, like when the spells come is what he, as he says, he makes him feel like he's dying inside. Mm -hmm. And so he doesn't want any part of that.
1: Um, so he says, no,
0: sheriff leaves. Yeah. Sarah Uh, comes back by. Sarah
1: comes by unannounced Mm -hmm. with Denny in tow. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Denny falls asleep. How convenient. He says, you know, we haven't, we haven't, we waited long enough.
0: Mm -hmm. And And I like like it because it's all right.
1: you, You know a film that has a, a main character who's she's cheating on her husband with mm-hmm. this guy but you're like but she kind of has to do it like they
0: need that closure in a way yeah to be okay with each other and- right and I don't know if he even really fully realizes at the time that that is about closure yeah. because I feel like once she's getting ready you know they have dinner with the dad and it's all very like happy families and then when she's gonna go he's like well so what next and she's like nothing this like is it. that that was it and he's like okay like he's not like shocked but I mean he obviously would not have minded if you yeah, know keep going um, on this path yeah but he's like okay you know and like he because he didn't think there'd be anything so he's you know kind of content with that and there's something very also kind of grown up about you know that whole thing we're like oh no of course we love each other but like I definitely married somebody else and I have a kid so like I'm with him now but like I love you and like we all you know we all understand what's really going on here Um, I think that relationship's really interesting Um, Um, So Johnny decides, has a chains of heart, decides to
1: help the Castle Rock police catch mm -hmm. the killer. Uh, Goes to a tunnel uh, to see where the last girl was killed to see if he can have any clues. And also,
0: this is when the walk and look goes full cool. Mm -hmm. Because ever since he's, like, woken up, like, the look has definitely changed. Like, the bad haircut is gone. The sweater vest is gone. The hair is up. he has this incredible black coat with this, like, pop-up collar that's kind of curved, like I don't know anything about clothes, so I can't really describe it well, Mm -hmm. but it is awesome. And between like that and the cane... Christopher Walken looks so cool. Yeah. Like, he's so cool, at like, going through the alley, going to go look at this body and see if I can figure It's a terrible tunnel to get like
1: killed in. It just looks no. like a murder tunnel. It's
0: the, a totally murder tunnel. Yeah,
1: uh, and a Sheriff's uh, Deputy Dodd is with him, mm-hmm. uh, and they uh, go out to. They get a call that there's been another one. Yeah, so they go out to a gazebo where yeah. they find the dead body of a girl that uh, Dodd says he knows works in the
0: mm-hmm. restaurant across the way. Mm-hmm.
1: and so they're like what do you say give it a try because yeah
0: the other girl was like he couldn't feel any, like he could feel like the cigarette of the killer but like that didn't, didn't get anything, anything and they didn't feel anything from the girl but this girl had just died yeah. so he bent and she was like still warm so when he bends down to touch her again they do that cool thing where like he's in suddenly the gazebo a few hours earlier and he is in, up in the same level where the killer is but can't see the killer's face but can see the killer calling to the girl and you know being like oh well, come over here and, and like he knows her like, mm-hmm and they seem very friendly. And so she comes around the corner and then all of a sudden he grabs her and like knocks her down and starts ripping out her clothes and like all that kind of stuff. And he can see, he looks up and he can see that it's Dodd doing it, the deputy. And then he kind of snaps out of it. He's like, it's Dodd. Like yeah. d- that it's guy right, th- that right that there. Guy. And they're Wait, like, "Where? where is that guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just
1: took off running and Holy. stole your police car.
0: Yeah, definitely. So they basically chase Dodd back to the house. Um, <sighs> and they, yeah, this, the scene's a doozy. Um, he... John touches Mrs. Dodd once they get themselves in, and he can tell that he can tell that she knows. He basically is like, You oh, you know. Yeah. Like you know your son's the killer. And she gives him this crazy look um, that's like, you know, you are, you are Satan. You are this is you are so evil. Um, but you know, Dodd decides that there's nowhere to go and he's had enough time running. And I mean, no, to be talking about sort of the last episode or maybe a couple episodes ago about like overly elaborate suicide this plan. This is one for the
1: books. Uh, I will say this he, thing. Does, he does sterilize his scissors before he does this. For what
0: purpose? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I like that
1: he takes a step to do it where he like puts in the bathtub, sets it up so He's going to fall mouth first onto an open pair of scissors. That's his way to kill himself.
0: Sorry, I was covering course, my mouth with my hand. They, just come really... over, you know, they
1: come in 30 seconds later and see the aftermath and it's... Horrible. Intensely bad. Really, really bad. And he's but still twitching. He's still kind of alive. And it's that alive. thing too
0: where like he's he's propped up the scissors in such a way open and he has his head up and he's just going to like slam his head down yeah. into them, which mm-hmm. is just... What is yes. wrong with you, Stephen King? Well, what is wrong? With what God? is wrong with this? Uh, he's a psycho killer. Yeah, I know. But it's just so like, Then this leads God. to this horrible
1: shootout in the staircase yeah. where Dodd's mom gets shot and mm-hmm. John gets shot. Yeah. And it's just this. Big... And then the
0: sheriff has to shoot Mrs. Dodd. Yeah. And so like, we're killing old ladies. And, and yeah. then cut to mm-hmm.
1: John is left. He's yeah. left town. He is now we have skipped ahead. He is now uh, moved, moved to the town. This surprised me. I was like, I thought this whole whole movie was going to be catching the Castle Rock Killer. Yeah, and we caught him. Agreed.
0: Like Forty five minutes in. Totally. I was like, what's going to happen now? <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, I thought the same well, thing is too. This not the movie. No, this we is not him. the movie. Yeah, okay. but I feel like this would be. For a lot of other people, this would be the movie. Yeah. And they're like, nope, that's just part of it. We're like, there's sort of the, all this, these iterations of like, what's he going to do with it? He has the power. What's he going to do with it? What's he going to do with it? And it's an ongoing struggle for him. It was like, he's being pushed into doing this sort of like, hero thing. And he does it. And it turns out so poorly. Yeah. I people mean, they die. catch the Castle, yeah. Castle Rock Killer. But there's a body count. You're shot. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a thing. So, so he's he like, away. isolated himself
1: where he doesn't talk to or see to anybody. Because he's like, I'm just it's better that way because I'm just, I can't do it. And he'll
0: be, he's like a tutor, but like the kids have to come to his house. Like he's not going to go, he's not going to go leave anybody's house. Um, so his doctor comes back for a visit and you know, he's complaining of bad headaches and he has them like three to four times a day. And the doctor says like, well, as the spells and visions grow more powerful, it's basically weakening your body. And he shows him all of these letters that he's getting like asking for help. Like a closet full of letters. Yeah. Um. But he's basically like I'm not going to do it because like I'm safe here and like I want to be safe. Like I want to feel safe. Uh, um, and he's living in a place where across the street from his house they're erecting
1: an enormous billboard. Yeah. Uh, with Martin Sheen's very like very glossy yeah. airbrushed picture of Martin Sheen who uh-huh. was running for U.S. Senate. Yes. Uh, send Greg Stilson to the U.S. Senate and mediocrity to hell.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a very, this kind of like, kind of sort of phony man of the people kind of politician. Um, And mm. uh, he has this, and, and Martin Sheen is having a ball with this, let me tell you. Like, I mean, I thought he went crazy in Fire He goes like, way beyond this movie. No, I was like, wow, he he's, he's like on 12. So and it's like none of us, I mean, we've all seen Apocalypse Now. No one's doubting Martin I've Sheen's ability to go crazy. Have you not? I wouldn't watch Apocalypse Now. Are you can't. He doesn't do war gourd. I, don't do I war know, movies. but that's so crazy. I can't do it, man. Oh, it his crazy. Me. Is so it's, good in that. He's wonderful in oh, it. Oh, I'm sure he's it's, great. It's yeah. a great crazy. Uh, it's one of the best movie crazies of all time. Oh, wow. So yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I mean, yeah, hands down. I mean, it's a, it's a, oh, so good. Such he's, a good crazy. It's and you're course. going up against Marlon Brando's crazy, and he's I mean, yeah. real crazy. And so he's it's he's like real. a crazy, you know, it's a full crazy. That His crazy is the same crazy in that
1: movie. It's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy. Okay, it's a crazy great. So you know Maybe, I can doubt Gene's ability to go day.
0: crazy. Um, but um you're missing out, Julia, honestly. <laughs> but I think this version of it is uh this it's a different kind of crazy in the sense that like he's a bit psychotic as will be revealed, but it's like driven by this insane overly inflated ego. Right. Like he really thinks like he's it, like he's, he's like the a, chosen one. He's had a vision, he's gonna be the president of the United States. You know what I mean? And it's like well, I'm gonna do this. I thing. woke up one time at three o'clock in the morning and I knew. You're just like, oh, Oh, no, okay. Back away slowly. So Uh, while that's happening, uh, a guy, um, uh, Roger Stewart comes over to basically asks for help with his son who's very shy and withdrawn and wants him to come to his house to meet the kid because the kid won't really leave his house right now. The second he walks in, I'm like, uh-uh. Super cagey, right? This guy. How cagey was that guy when he came in? I was, I was like, it's like, eh. a ploy. It's totally a ploy. I Don't thought it was go a ploy with too. Yeah. Um And so John does agree because he does sort of have a soft spot for kids. Um, so he agrees. not Roger's house, it's where he meets Greg Stilson, um, but he doesn't touch him at the time. They just kind of pass. Um, he hands him a button. Yes. That's why they don't touch. and he does meet Chris, the son. and it was uh, a really deep voice for that kid, right? And he has the most awesome room in the entire world. Do oh. you remember seeing his, oh. like, looking around his room? There's, like, this, like, you know, 80s computer, but, like, the separate desk area, a huge train set, this really oh, yeah. groovy wallpaper. He's in, like, a little man suit. Yeah. Like, he gets him every morning. He gets in, like, his little three-piece man suit for, like, <laughs> an 11-year-old. Um, and they go for a walk and talk. And uh, he says, your dad's hired me to get you out of your shell. And he was like, no, my dad's the one in the shell
1: which like, is probably true. Damn, that's yeah. astute. Yeah, that is.
0: <laughs> um, but they're just, you know, they you could tell they just get on really well, like almost immediately. And they watch, you know, Greg on TV for a little bit. Um, and uh, we have this cutaway scene where Stilson is sort of shown to be the super douchebag that we knew him to be. And he's like threatening a reporter who's writing unfavorable things about him. And he's got this like lackey that's like... I like his, his sunny. Heavy, sunny. Um, his goon. Yeah, it's totally like, his oh, goon. I like that guy. He's a I nice know. guy. I got a goon. That's all. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and so while they're at uh at Chris's hu- um sorry back at John's house, this guy comes up to the door and is like, "Hey, if you heard about Greg Stolson, let me tell you about Greg Stolson And starts going on and on. And John's like, "Oh, not really. Like, I don't really vote. Like, I don't really care about that." Well, he's like, uh, "Let me get you some flyers, hun." And the woman who comes up with the flyers is Sarah. And John realizes that this guy who was talking to him, Walt, is Sarah's husband. And, and looks Sarah, pretty douchey, who looks pretty douchey. And Sarah and John have not seen each other since the night. Uh-huh. Um, and so but you and can Walt's tell, like, it, hey.
1: I've heard a lot about you. Yeah,
0: yeah, I bet you have. Yeah. Um, and um, but you can tell that like their feelings are basically exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and so uh and I like too that like like after they leave, Chris is there and Johnny just starts to cry. Like,
1: What's wrong, Johnny? Why are you crying? We're like,
0: but you're the grown-up, but I'm the kid. Why are, <laughs> you, are, are you crying? Doing? Yeah. Um, and uh he touches Chris, and when he does, he has this vision of seeing Chris fall through ice in like a hockey uniform. Um and He starts freaking out and he goes home with him um, and tells Roger like, you have to call off. He sees them getting ready to go to this hockey practice and he's like, you have to call it off. And Roger's like, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? And Walken has this great freak out where he smashes everything on the side of the table and says, the ice is going to break. Like, you have to shut it off. You have to call it off. This guy
1: is a proven psychic. Like, pretty much everything he sees happens. Why would you not call it off? What are you doing? arrogance are us that's, that's par, like part of the reason why you hired this guy right isn't it a little for bit? the psychic
0: ability you think no so? but
1: i mean like he knows about it at least he must know he must that know about you it, know yeah. that's supposed to be quite accurate yeah so it seems like and but i love this scene because after he's like yeah yeah we'll call it off and then he leaves and he goes upstairs to chris he's like why aren't you getting ready and he was like you called it off he's like uh, no i just told that guy we called it off like uh-huh. let's do it which makes him in such a sneak yeah. like so gross and mm-hmm. i like that chris is like nope Turns around and just keeps going. Like, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not like, doing it. Yeah, I trust
0: Johnny. Yep. And of course the ice breaks and yeah. two of the kids die. Yep. And then I like that the way that you know that is sort of seen like Johnny seeing like the next day a newspaper headline about two kids that died and calling the house. And from the house's perspective, the phone just rings and rings and rings. And Roger is just like catatonic and not answering it because you realize it's like he almost killed his kid. Yeah. Um. And so Chris picks up and is like, hello, hello. But Johnny just wants to hear his voice and won't say anything. And you kind of feel like... That's the end of that relationship. Yeah. Like, he's but he like, knows he's alive, mm-hmm. so it's okay. Yeah. But like that's it. But also like that idea of like Johnny wanted to keep himself safe. Like yeah. he's like I don't. Okay, I know you're safe, but like we're done. Like yeah, That's it. I'm
1: in danger to everybody. Yeah. I can't do it. Oh, uh, so he's going. He's going to one of uh, Greg's rallies, which is being held across the street from his house. Mm-hmm. Very convenient because mm-hmm. I guess he's looking for Sarah. Is why he's really yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. But then Greg shows up, and everyone's excited. Yeah. And so he's uh, glad, handing everybody shaking shaking hands mm-hmm. and shakes Johnny's hand, and Johnny gets a doozy yeah a doozy of a precog where he yeah. sees uh greg silson in the future as president making the general put his hand on the like nuclear button like yeah. pushing the button
0: to like yeah to d- nuke people yeah to like i think nuke the russians probably yeah. and then like members of his cabinet was like mr president we have a diplomatic solution you don't need to do this and he's like uh, it's already taken care of yeah and like this is what i was born to do you're like yeah. So now
1: Johnny has a big question. Yeah. So he invites the doctor over and is like, OK, doctor, question for you. Yeah. If you if you met Hitler pre Holocaust, mm-hmm. would you kill him?
0: Yeah. That's the like, thing. thing. Would, would you kill baby Hitler? And everyone in the world would say yes, pretty uh-huh. much. Right. I don't think everyone in the world would say yes, but would I feel say like a no. Lo- I feel I mean, I definitely think there are people who would say it's no. one no, life against think- millions of lives. Yeah. But I think there's also that idea, too, that people have that the people who, you know, do terrible things that good comes out of that, and then you would then undo that good, and then could that cause further calamity? Yeah, what's, is the, the,
1: what's the ripple effect of exactly, doing exactly
0: and that it's things that these things are more complicated and and also it is is it your place to, you know, to to have that power to be able right. to like make that decision? And I wondered if this is where I mean, is that what the dead zone means? Is this well, idea says, of he says it's a it's a
1: blank spot in his vision. So he says like with Chris and That's where
0: history would go. Like it's where you can change Yes. Not, sorry not the history he, you kn- he knows the he can change
1: things now because he changed chris's future right like he ins- like chris was supposed to drown he inserted himself in so now situation. it's a dead zone and so but there was like a part of it that's blank that means like something could change like there's a possibility of change because it's not it's it's future it's not present
0: so the dead zone is where you could die no the, the dead, dead zone is
1: just like a blank spot in his vision that could be anything oh god a it. question mark Oh, okay, like got can't it. can't
0: see what that is. Got it.
1: So it's a possibility of change.
0: But then I think maybe that's where the Hitler question comes in, is because he's like, you know, could you? But, I mean, may- maybe then th- there'd be such a blank spot because that's somebody whose actions you know affected millions and millions and millions of people It'd Be like endless dead zones and it would drive someone like John mm-hmm. mad because mm-hmm. you don't you don't know like yeah. what would what would that do what would that and I and I'm this is why he wants to just lock himself in a house and right. not t- touch yeah, anybody because he's know, like but, he can't handle it you right. know but
1: he's you know now he sees he what knows he, he knows what his plan is it's Like, yep. okay this is what I'm I was here to do yeah to stop this man from killing people in the future yeah so he's like all right let's do it and like gets together his assassination kit and writes
0: Sarah this write letter note, let her know what's happening Which is just just the crazy Can you letter getting that note no it's just like it reminds me of what 's his name, that guy that shot Reagan and wrote the like drew Jody Foster oh, the like yeah. it 's all for you, jody note yeah. And you 're like, come on, man, like don't write that. No, nobody, no. <laughs> nobody so, wants to read and you, know, or write no, that note. Or be on the receiving end of that note. No, it's no. not Foster, all for me. Oh. I mean, come on.
1: So there's a rally uh, and he goes up into the balcony with his gun and is like, I like that he falls
0: asleep in yeah. the balcony the night before with, with the gun. gun it's just like asleep in the go. balcony and then he's like, oh, 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 time to assassinate. All right, like, let's get to it. Uh, but he did not
1: expect mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Sarah and Denny to be uh, invited up on stage alongside Cause they're so cute. Because they're so cute and they'll be part of a Americana yeah. in his campaign. and mm-hmm. his
0: scary, scary campaign. Yes, yeah, so scary. Um, but basically he's, he sits up and like, all right, let's do it, and goes to go goes take a shot at him. But when he sees Sarah and Denny on stage, he gets thrown. And so when he shoots, he just hits like the podium, and then he gets shot back at... Um and he falls off the balcony, like onto the pews underneath, um, and is not quite dead. But with all the shooting that's gone on, Stilson, in a moment of tremendous courage, has grabbed Denny, the baby, and held the baby up to him, human shield style, which yeah. is probably one of the lowest thing. Yeah things a man can do. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Don't shoot
1: me. Shoot this
0: baby. I'm going to use this baby as a human shield. (laughs) Like up against his face too. I'm just like, wow, that is pretty bad. But luckily, there was a photographer in the front who was taking pictures this whole time and snapped a picture of him holding a baby up to his face during an assassination attempt. um, Human shield style. And so Johnny is shot and he's still alive, but Stilson basically runs over and grabs him and is like, who sent you? What are you? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, and Johnny can see when he touches him he can see Stilson's future which is basically that the human shield baby pick has ruined him and he's like drinking and looks terrible and takes his own life because he's politically ruined and so he kind of has this like smile and um, they go off to chase the photographer who took the picture and Sarah holds him and he says that he always loves her he would always love her and then he dies she cries over the body Credits. (laughs) (laughs) Credits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, there we go. I, I I really like this film. I like the performances. I like the stylistic choices of yeah. how to show his visions. Mm-hmm. And I like how much Johnny changes as a character, but how kind of determined and resolute he becomes. That, yeah. Like, his life isn't worth it his life is worth more if he does this.
0: Yeah. And I also think too that there's part of it because, you know, he thinks that in the beginning he just wants to be safe and that's kind of, uh, the you know, the only thing he can think to do with this because he's overwhelmed by it. But I think also that part where he realizes that, you know, having your life just be safe isn't a life like that can't be the whole thing like it doesn't be something and it's not going to be Sarah right you know it's not going to be the baby and it's you know you're because of what you can do like your dating life's probably done like you you can't touch anyone yeah
1: I mean you don't know what you'll see when you touch them it seems to be only death related but it could be kind of anything yeah and you don't know where like you could go in their past, you could go in their present, you could go in their future. Like you, how horrible it would be to live with no human contact. Yeah. So
0: I think if you saw this opportunity where like you could kind of save the world, yeah, you'd be like, okay, I guess I'm going for that. Yeah. You know, because like that's all you know, which is very sort of like a great like anti-hero hero sure. kind of deal kind of taxi to get. Driver us. Very much so. Yeah. Um. And uh. And again, I feel like when you have Christopher Walken going. Whole hog on so, these visions, and yes. you know, so um, uh, well
1: done to both David Cronenberg and Christopher Walken nope. turning me around on this movie. There you go.
0: Um, so she uh, can grow and change, folks. <laughs> it's possible. Um, so gore factor: uh, one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup; two, a puddle of blood; three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer; four, is a bathtub of blood; and five, is run for the barf bag. Um, we both gave this a two, like a puddle of blood for it. the shooting. Yeah, but what about the guy with the scissors? That was really bad. It's really bad. Oh, we should change our minds. Yeah. yeah. That should definitely
1: be like a four or something, because that's gnarly. Three and a half, maybe. Okay, okay right. we say three and a half. Three so we half.
0: originally gave it a two, and then, yes, we've clearly forgotten the Enough, scissors bit. But I don't know, because number four is a, a bathtub
1: of blood. Which it's not a bathtub, though. It is quite accurate. He is actually in a bathtub. And but blood. it's not
0: full of blood. Okay.
1: Yes. Anyway, movie ratings, zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. We both gave this
0: a four not too shabby not too shabby no i was i was impressed yeah because i'm sort of okay with david Cronenberg. i can sort of like take it either way um and i think christopher walken is fun but i really enjoyed him in this like it was very super serious and super stressed out and he kind of broke my heart every time he cried about sarah and i I feel like you also just you know he's uh, somebody that um i feel like i don't see being so incredibly vulnerable Mm -hmm. all the time and it's a very vulnerable performance um even it... though I am super intrigued by the idea of it being Bill Murray. Um, Bill I do Murray, think, yeah, going that I can't dark? Going that dark? Like Bill Murray going to shoot Martin Sheen at the yeah. very end and then Bill Murray getting shot and Bill Murray being like, ha, 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 I've made you kill yourself, death. Like <laughs> amazing, right?
1: Um, where do you think it ranks as far as like Stephen King films?
0: Uh, it's up there, yeah. I, I think, again, what I really enjoy about him is like his concepts are amazing, yeah. you know, but I think that I like the stuff that's a little bit more like human psychology maybe a bit more than like christine or mm-hmm. whatever i feel like this falls more in like kind of a carry world for yeah. me um and i enjoy those sto- stephen king stories the, more this kind of like a fire starter dead zone
1: ones like they don't get as much love as some mm-hmm. of the bigger ones like a pet cemetery they're not as
0: flash you yes. know yeah
1: but like there's like the human element but there's still i don't know she like shoots fireballs out of her brain and like
0: Yeah. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah. But again, what's interesting to me more is sort of like, you know, controlling. You have a little six-year-old whose temper has these powers. and How do you control a little child? You know, like all that stuff I think is like good stuff. The powers are great, but they destroy you. I know. But the way in which they destroy you and who has the powers and why they have the powers, like that's where I think Stephen King's real talent lies. Mm -hmm. Um, So yes. So next week,
1: (laughs) we're going to be doing a doozy.
0: Yeah. So there's a little film out there called Chud, which stands for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Yeah. Say it one more time. Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Uh-huh. A third time. One the- <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Broken, broken. Uh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, it does stand you for that. You just told me I have to watch it. There's yeah. this movie called SHUD, which we're making Terry watch with us. Yes.
1: Uh, our next round, Miss uh, Terry Gamble, our delightful producer, will be joining us uh-huh. uh, as part of our, our team.
0: Yeah, we oh. had such a good time watching Hellraiser with you that we were like, yes. if we're going to be watching Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers, again we need some we're Terry gonna to watch mix. it with i'm probably Terry. gonna like it i think yeah, he will. this is a cult favorite um okay. and uh and we've had it we've had it for a while That's and it's, it. it's peak daniel stern <laughs> it's just, oh it's daniel stern mm-hmm, yeah okay, i'm in yeah. See, again somebody else where you're like this man never did a horror movie he definitely did No, i feel
1: like he's done a few right yeah i feel like um has right. he Or this is it? We'll we'll be back next week. Yeah, find find out. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out, Uh, and make sure to look for us on all of our social media. We love to hear from you, and uh, thanks for being such awesome listeners. Uh, We love making this show, and it's so much fun. And we hope you have fun listening to it. And uh, we're always here to answer any pressing questions you might have, (laughs) dead zone related or otherwise related, shud related or otherwise. Stephen King. I'll talk about Stephen King anytime you want, (laughs) like
0: all day. (laughs) I know, my friends hate <laughs> She's it. She's always there for you. I know. So I don't hate it. I just think it's like, it's so cute. The obsession <laughs> continues. Yeah, it's like, it's great. When you like something, Julia, you like something. That's very true. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. That's right? Why we're
1: here. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week, folks. All right, bye, guys. Bye. We're